Welcome to the Changing Minds Online Empowering Women series. I'm here with Akina. How are you doing tonight, Akina? I am great, Jessica. How about yourself? I am doing wonderful. You know what? I am super excited tonight because we have an opportunity to really teach our audience live about what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. So, you know, when I talk to people about, you know, why they want to be an entrepreneur, most of the time people say they want time freedom and financial freedom. And I don't think people really know what that means. So, you know, you look at people's vision boards and they have pictures of themselves drinking Mai Tais on beaches and the tropics and beautiful mansions and endless array of cars. And what they don't actually know and realize is that being an entrepreneur is actually a lot of work and it really requires that you're very disciplined, that you're very organized, that you're efficient, that you're productive. And one of the most important things that you're required to be as an entrepreneur is very flexible. So we um we actually we have our guests coming on now. Um Divya, welcome to the call. Welcome, good morning. Good morning. Yes, it is it is evening over here in our time. So we were just talking about our audience for being flexible as entrepreneurs. So we were not able to get um Divya on the call tonight and it looks like we will have her on the call. So uh we're really learning in, in real time about being flexible. So tonight we are really excited and and welcome. We're really excited tonight to talk about an important topic for entrepreneurs. We we just started talking a little bit about what was required to be an entrepreneur. And we were going to go into a a little bit different direction, but we got our technology up and working. So we are excited to welcome our guest on our call. So tonight we're going to really talk about conversation about language and about really how your words can affect not only your business but your life. We have someone on our call who is a certified NLP practitioner, and what that means is she uses neuro-linguistic programming where she teaches people to use their words carefully in a way that programs and changes their neurology to really manifest and create the desire they want, the desired outcome in their life. And certainly as an entrepreneur, if we want to be successful in life and in business, then we must really be intentional about our words. And we're going to really hear from an amazing woman tonight who is going to share with us a little bit about that, um, Divya Dave. She's calling from India, which is why she said good morning. It's our first time having someone on the call in India, and that's, I think, why our technology wasn't working. But we are um, excited to welcome you on the call. So welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, thank, and I, I, it's my pleasure to be here and sharing uh, what little I can. Uh, and uh, I, I would uh, want to spend uh, most time, of course, uh, targeting entrepreneurs and the importance of us uh, using good language uh, in, in your business as a person as well as dealing with people to get your desired outcomes. So uh, I would like to begin uh, by stating um, uh, something which is most dear to me, uh, is is the importance or the beauty of the spoken word. I think I've been uh, uh, magnetized to the spoken word from a very long time, I think right from childhood. And that's why uh, uh, the spoken word always, uh, I was always intrigued, what is it about the words that we speak and hear on an everyday basis, which is impacting our lives and our thought process so much. 
Words have incredible power in our lives. Words have the power to program our minds. And here I'd like to quote Maya Angelou. She says, words are things, and someday we'll be able to measure the power of words. I think they are things which get into walls, get into your wallpaper, they get into your rugs, your upholstery and your clothes, and finally into you. Words stay with us much longer than they, we think they do. And they begin, uh, start becoming the entire foundation from which we operate into our future lives. That's what I have to say. Uh, and I'd like, like to know, what is it that you wish to know uh, right away? Uh, and, and where would you like me to begin from here on? So, Akina, do you have oh, any wait. questions for um, Divya? Oh, yes, I do, actually. You were mentioning that words stay with you longer than we think they do. So, uh, explore yes. that a little bit more, please. Uh, words, uh, right until the age of six years, uh, when a child grew up, when all of us grew up, until the age of six, all the words that we have assimilated, we have heard, stays with us and we, start, we have interpreted those words and created something like self-talk. And this self-talk thus comes to us to form the further belief, attitude, or opinion about anything and everything that we have from there on. We were born as complete empty vessels, but thereon how we operated was only derived from the words we kept hearing from either our parents, siblings, teachers, role models, etc. As children, through the data input we have received from our well-intended uh, uh, people around us, we began to form certain concepts of who we are and areas that we seemed to excel in are the areas which we thought at that time that we were short of. For example, in my observation, most people have selected their professions based on what they thought through their childhood that they were not good at. And the rest of the life was spent in proving to themselves and the others around that they are good enough. Because sometime in their life they heard the words that you are not good enough into something. And hence, if that is the platform based on which we have grown up in life, and if we want to further improve our level of performance or effectiveness in any area of our life, we need to start working on improving our self-concept, which is improving our self-talk. I think any premise of influence that we further will talk through the session, the first point of influence begins with ourselves. Every moment in time, what we talk to ourselves is influencing our self-concept, our self-esteem, our concept of people around us and the world in general. Hence, 
we need to improve this search concept by deliberating, cre deliberately creating new language that further describes our new result. And through repetition, our revised self-talk will provide new instructions to our subconscious, which immediately goes to work to fulfill the new orders that we take for ourselves. Because here the subconscious is totally judgment, non-judgmental. It does not argue with what is right or wrong or what may be best for us. It simply works to effect of what has been told by the conscious area of your mind. And if you want to change your life or influence your life, start changing the way you talk to yourself. I bet you'll be amazed by the results. Wow, that's really powerful. You know, one of the yes. things yes. Um, I firmly believe, and and you know, and I'm a I'm a Christian, so I'm I kind of am grounded in in really that theology. But I really believe that thoughts become things, and words become things. Words are really just a reflection and manifestation of our thoughts, and really a physical manifestation of them. And if you look back in in looking at the Christian story of creation. Right, God spoke mm -hmm. things into existence, right? He said, let there be light, and, and there was light. Let there be a separation between the heavens and the earth, and that separation became the sky, right? So the sky was created. In the same way God spoke into existence, whether you believe that or not, I believe that we get to create things, mm -hmm. that we get to speak things into existence. And that is really, really powerful. I believe that we are powerful beyond our wildest yes. imagination. We are more powerful than we can ever know, understand, or realize. And here's the thing is that mm -hmm. that power can either be self-serving or self-deprecating depending upon how we use it. And it's, it's amazing when we become aware of the idea that thoughts become things because we start to understand the requirement of being intentional about what we say. So oftentimes there's something that Absolutely. we want, but our, our thoughts about ourselves, our ego, our limiting beliefs, that self-talk, it doesn't match it. And our words don't re really create that result. So we can walk around and we can say, okay, I want to be a successful entrepreneur, but if we're constantly using mm -hmm. language that describes ourselves as broke, as um, having that scarcity conversation going on and if you can pick up that in our language if our language is blocking us from receiving because we feel like we're unworthy and that's given away in what we say well then we're never going to achieve and we're never going to receive and attract the results that we're looking for so it really goes back to like you said going to that initial programming and really reprogramming mm -hmm. your neurology reprogramming your thoughts about yourself which will be reflected in your words and so uh, how do you go about doing that? So we know, right, if we, if we know, okay, well, what we say is going to really impact uh, what we create and, we're, and we have these thoughts about ourselves and limiting beliefs, subconscious beliefs that were developed at a very young age. And, and I'm a, my, my background is in behavior psychology and studies really indicate that this, typically all the limiting beliefs and thoughts we have about ourselves, we've developed them prior to the age of four or five. So... Knowing yes. that, you know, in that context, how do we go about programming those beliefs and self-talk so that we can start to manifest and create the desire that we intend to attract? Absolutely. So, uh, as I mentioned, it's, it's all about improving your self-talk, which is the talk that we have or the voice that is within us is is constantly 
uh, uh, reliant on what we are perceiving from the external world. So in neuro-linguistic program, there is a concept of operating from the map, which is not the territory of the mind. The map, per se, is, is the area by which we filter every word and every thought that we hear. And we filter that by our preconceived notions of which were formed, of course, from our prior experiences. Apart from that, the other systems by which we receive information is by how we see, hear, feel, taste, and smell things. And all of this is, is taken into the reservoir of our map by which the information is filtered and it remains as a residue and everything else that we keep hearing later on is only operated through that map and not the entire territory. So we got to actively work on dynamically improving the information or creating a positive bank of information within our mind or within the map so that every other information that we receive is from a neutral standpoint. And hence, neuro-linguistic program has worked powerfully by eliminating all negative memories that people withhold within themselves from which they give meaning to everything new that they hear on a daily basis. So the act here to sim in simple language is, is to com come to a neutral standpoint by creating any residue of negative memories. And this is, of course, a more therapeutic uh, uh, domain where, where you, we could explore on a different day how therapy works into eliminating your negative memories. That's point number one. Once you come to a neutral standpoint, every other information then is taken as a neutral standpoint and then on the, positive, uh, uh, the positivity in terms of your operation starts. Uh, this also influences further on how you deal with other people. And, and every other person that you meet is also a sum total of his or her own experiences. So once you are able to get yourself charged up so that you are in a state of neutral standpoint, you will be in a position to then deal with other people and create an impact, a positive impact or influence to create any change in their minds. Hence, mastering influence is your first step on a fulfilling journey that will pay you back immensely. Whether you're in a professional sphere, whether in your personal sphere, everything that we deal with starts from beginning to influence the minds of other people. Now, how do you do that? The simple formula is to get to the root of emotions of people. Every reaction that you get from people comes out from the emotiveness from where people stand. If you see around the best of the leaders who are masters of influence, who have a better word for selling, somehow are able to create magical shifts in people by targeting their emotions. 
And if you can get there, then the shifts in people receiving your information becomes much more powerful. So, so further yeah. to this, I, I would... I, yes. So, so Divya, we're talking now about influencing and really using the power of our words to influence. And we know that as entrepreneurs that, you know, oftentimes we want to do things by ourselves, but that really, and depending on our personality, right, some people are more introverted, some are more extroverted. I used to be one of those people who used to think that I could do it all, and I wanted to do it all by Mm -hmm. myself. So what I needed to get really good at or what was required for me that I got good at was really just being Mm -hmm. able to influence others but also being able to accept others and to really allow others to be part of my journey. So how do we go about Mm -hmm. doing this? And we're talking about the importance of and our capability of how do we start to develop those strategies that we can start applying? Okay. Uh, The the first strategy that I'd I'd like to discuss here is is the magic uh, capability of building rapport with anybody and everybody that you deal with. Whether you're an introvert or extrovert, each one of us has a, has a beautiful ability to get across to people and connect at a very deep level. Primarily, rapport is the ability to enter someone, someone else's world to make him feel that you understand him and that you have a common bond. It's the ability to go fully from your map of the world to his map of the world. And it is the essence or the very basis of a successful communication. And we have found this as a prerequisite for effective communication, whether in counseling, in our personal lives or professional lives, anywhere with anyone. It is essential to build such a deep level of rapport that people truly feel heard and experience a sense of security. And security happens, by the way, to be number one need in people's mind when dealing with other people. Now the question is, how do you go about doing it? One powerful uh, uh, technique that is used by NLP to build rapport is called mirroring and matching. Now once you start observing people, you will become aware of different rhythms, gestures, breathing patterns, tonal quality, the speed of speaking, and emotiveness that people have. It is fascinating to enter another people's map of the world by mirroring their behavior. And you can learn so much more about them this way. Now, what is mirroring? Mirroring is nothing but trying to be like the other person. It is to be practiced very subtly. Now, the first premise of being like someone is matched up by matching the physical gestures and postures of people, not replicating them completely, but trying to be like them. People have different postures and different tilts, uh, different way they position their hands, uh, the legs, the way they sit and stand. In your dealing with people, 
if you subtly try to match a certain body rhythm and a certain body posture they have so that your body rhythm and your breathing rhythm begins to match with their body rhythm and breathing rhythm very subtly immediately the responsiveness of the person across will increase because you start seeming to the person like him and he feels that you understand him better that way in the beginning it may feel awkward when you're practicing it but the value in learning to achieve and maintain rapport is worth the time and effort it takes to become skilled in this area of communication now mirroring by the way is something we automatically do when we are around people that we are comfortable with in our families most of us learn unconsciously to mirror each other it is basically physically copying the behavior of another person as if reflecting their movements back to them another way when we do it when we practice mirroring on the at the communicative language or the verbal uh, uh, side of it start speaking at the pace the pitch and the tonal quality of the opposite person which means if the person is speaking very fast then try to match up the speed subtly match up the tonal quality of how much he is relying on emotiveness in his speaking match it up to him at the same time also match up the pace by with which he moves this will establish a deeper connect again for him to open up to listen to you better again because you seem more like him than a person who is not familiar with and hence an instantaneous trust bond and credibility is established most of the sales people rather most of the successful sales people are able to instantaneously get into this rapport mechanism by try, by immediately matching up to the personality of the person they come across if they are meeting 10 people in a day and if you observe minutely they are taking shifts in their own persona depending on the people they are dealing with and hence for them it's a click 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 in the first few seconds maybe less than 10 seconds they are able to establish the rapport with the person across immediately they get them enrolled in their conversation right from the word go and if they, you are able to maintain get into the trust zone or the trust circle of a person within the first few seconds it it is assured that the person is going to rely on the next set of conversation that you're going to give him for the rest of the one or two hours that you're going to talk to him that's the profound effect of rapport building now rapport building is not only in our professional lives or for sales people all of us are selling ideas our concepts uh, our thought processes to people all the time so all of us are into the transaction business on an everyday basis so this applies to uh, we talking to our children we talking to our sibling parents talking to neighbors 
and of course dynamically in your business sphere when you're interacting with people every day. The, the magic is to get into the zone of the other person immediately or get into the circle of the other person immediately so that you can start the transaction based on the platform of trust. So well, that's really powerful. Another, you know, one of my... Yes, sorry. Uh, we, have a, we have a few minutes left. We are going to be wrapping up in a few minutes, but if you can give us one more test, that would be great. Yes. Sure, yes. Uh, I'd like to give you another powerful uh, uh, technology or technique in neurolinguistic programming is understanding the representational systems of, of people that you're talking to. Now, in business especially, when you're learning about people's strategies to understand how they make a decision, you also need to know their main representational system so that you can present your message in a way that gets through. Now, this, when you're talking about representational system, we're talking about the unconscious thinking pattern or the how of thinking patterns of people. Now, every, everyone has a structure uh, by which they operate, and each person operates through five senses, which I mentioned earlier, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and smelling. So while you are aware of your external sense, uh, senses, there's a matching sense of internal sense by which people operate. Now, each per person reflects how they are thinking with visual words, auditory words, or kinesthetic words. For example, a, visual, a person operating from a visual context means any information that he receives, he immediately sees it as an image in front of his eyes. And that's how the, the information is taken in his mind, and, and that's how he stores his information visually. There are certain, certain people who more rely on auditory words, which is whenever they receive information, they, they, they rely on it only when they hear it, and that's how they process the information. Kinesthetic people need to, to actually feel and experience the, the information or the product that you're talking about. And, and the, your, your pictures or photographs or words will have less impact on kinesthetic people because they need to experience what you're talking about. How you can judge whether a person is visual, auditory, or kinesthetic is how they frame their own sentences. For example, a visual person will use words like, I imagine, I see, can you show me? How colorful is this? Or can you illustrate with this? I have an insight of something. Uh, I, I'd like to see the picture of it or look at this, things like that. Immediately, once you derive that a person is using more of visual words, then your response to that person will again hold similar words. Can I show you something? Can I show you how this operates? Okay, can I make you a presentation where you can see this in detail? An auditory person, if you show, show him something in detail, would not be as responsible as when you're demonstrating something verbally or when you explain a product in detail. Hence, when you hear words from the client saying, can you talk me over or I'd like to listen to something, I'd like to tune into something, or this is too loud, can you call me up and speak and, and give me details about this, or I kind of resonate it is, I hear this is what you mean, etc. Catch those words to understand this person is operating from an auditory standpoint. 
and hence the solution that you give him would be sir i'm going to send you uh, i'm going to make this uh, you know a demonstrate where you can actually hear the entire demonstrate the uh, de- uh, demonstration or a presentation of the whole thing or i'm going to make you do this so that you can get it by the, by the sounds of things if it's a kinesthetic person who wants to actually feel or experience the entire uh, thing you got to take him through a walk through or you can you're going to allow him to touch upon and feel the product and actually use the product right there and there or get a hold of things and how do you derive it's a kinesthetic person is he would mostly use words like uh, i i touched upon this or i got a hold of this i feel this uh, this seems numb can you touch upon this topic etc so he would use more of words which relate to him experiencing certain things the moment you get that the way you're going to hold your presentation you're going to deal with the person would be through the same representational language so these words are the direct link which translate you where you start translating your language to their representational system which further creates a very deep rapport and influences them at a very unconscious level because again they feel that they're speaking to somebody who understands them who are getting them and are very much like them well, that's amazing that was actually one of the most um kind of influential work I did when I first started off really doing personal development. And there's a great book called The Law of Connection um, by Michael Lauser that I recommend. I do recommend it. It's a phenomenal book. And I've read that book many times, and it really talks about what you're talking about. Well, it's really at that time where we need to start wrapping our call up. Um, Is there any kind of last-minute advice you'd like to give our audience a takeaway before we end the call for tonight? uh the the biggest uh, you know uh, uh, takeaway that i'd like to mention here is uh uh the, the the power of influence is something which is magnanimous and and if there's any major dynamic form that is existent which which creates the biggest uh, shift or change in people's life is your ability to influence people's thought process uh and people's own self talk and the most successful people today are are the people who mastered the art of influence whether they are leaders or whether they are teachers or whether they are parents influence is a better word for selling but somehow selling has a negative connotation but the fact remains that each one of us today are in a business of selling right from business people to parents who are dealing with our children on an everyday basis hence invest your time into learning and mastering this 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 powerful uh, tool in technology which is available there are several uh, resources to do it in fact i am in detail conducting two workshops this month uh, an online workshop on the 14th and 20th of this month where it's a it's it's a full day program where you can learn major techniques and technologies of influence through the platform of uh, uh, neuro linguistic programming uh this is further going to help you whether you're an entrepreneur or in the selling business or an individual so whether it is that apart from that there are various resources available i invite you to invest as much time as you can into this domain of influence 
Uh, and if you're entrepreneurs, I think it becomes a mandatory exercise to spending about at least a couple of hours every day into studying this topic because in spite of me being into this for a very long time, I think every day I wake up and I still realize there's so much more to capture upon. So so spend spend and educate, spend time and educate yourself as much as you can into this distinctive uh, art and science of influence, and, and you'll be happy to go uh, in every sphere of your life. Well, thank you. That's some amazing advice. And if someone wanted to sign up for that uh, webinar that you're doing, how would they go about doing that? Uh, so uh, uh, my email ID is divya d i v y double a at purplestudio dot com. Uh, just put in a word, and I will send the entire details of the program in terms of duration, timing, date, uh, and the rest of the uh, commercials as well. So I'll just repeat: my email ID is d i v y double a at purplestudio dot com. Uh, as well as divya.purplestudio at gmail.com. You could write on either of it, and I will be happy to get back to you on this. So thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to be on the show tonight, and, and I hope you do have a substantial takeaway from what we discussed today. Yeah, well, thank you so much. It's been our pleasure to have you. Um, I don't know if Akina is with us. I know our line has been in and out. Akina, did you get back on the call? Uh, yes, I'm here. Okay, perfect. So, um, yeah, it was a pleasure to be on the call tonight. And anything you want to add before we end our call? Uh, yes. Uh, that's it. I, I, so yes. yes, please. Uh, I, I would like to thank you for being on the call tonight. And and if anything that uh, was said tonight resonated with you, Please find us on changeyourmindsonline.com. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Tuned In, and YouTube, so you can find this podcast at any of those stations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Thank so much, you. Thank you, guys. Well, I always end this call in the same way and just let you know that I'm really grateful for you guys. Akina and I love you. We're so grateful for you for calling in, allowing us to be part of your journey. We will be with you on Sunday for our Empowering Faith Series and Tuesday for our Empowering Mindset Series at the same time. So God bless, guys. Make it a really powerful week. And thank you again, Vivia, for being on our call. Thank you. Bye-bye.